Now, on this Invest Talk podcast, Steve Peasley listens to your questions. I'm hoping you can explain the hit on metals of mining. Quick question on ticker symbol AG, first majestic. My wife has a rollover 401k from a previous employer. I was curious if this is eligible to be used to do a backdoor Roth. And provides unbiased answers. Well, that's pretty easy. Open up a Roth account, start moving the assets over there. Just know that every asset that you move over to the Roth is added to your income. Invest Talk across America and around the world. Your participation makes it unique. 888-99-CHART. This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Friday, November 19th, 2021. And for those of you who are watching the calendar closely, we have uh, six days till Thanksgiving. Six more days. And, you know, that's all I love. That's, as I told you, is my favorite holiday. I try not to overeat, but seem to be unsuccessful every year. But getting better. Someday I'll learn, maybe. Anyways. In the meantime, we see our news reports are increasing, uh, telling us inflation is still still pretty high. We had our podcast yesterday, Justin and I, and we talked about this at length. And it was interesting when we did the poll, everybody thought, like 90% of the people thought we're going to have higher inflation than we are now, which is around 6%. And Justin and I think we're seeing the peak I don't think it's going to go much higher. And then next year, it'll probably be a little lower. Still elevated. We're not saying it's going to go down to where it was. I mean, the last five or 10 years, if you saw the podcast, uh, you know, the statistic was below 2% on average. So we're not going to go back there. But we think 4%-ish in that range, somewhere four, maybe maybe four and a half. And most, uh, almost everybody at the, uh, the, um, Webinar thought it would be higher than it is today. So that's interesting. Interesting. When people expect more inflation, when people expect it, it happens. Because you accept the higher prices. You just accept it. You don't, you know, the consumer doesn't bulk at the higher prices. Interesting phenomenon. Anyways, uh, of course, we still have our job. We all have to look at our portfolios. We all have to keep track of it. We all have to manage our money. So our mission statement, as we state every day, independent thinking and shared success, and that means we're going to share our success, or any, your, and we want you to share your success with us. We'll share it with you. You share it with us. And, of course, it also means that we will explain our processes, give you facts, those kinds of things. And we hope it, the program is educational for you. That's really what we're hoping. Okay? All of us get, get to be better investors. Okay? So that's our goal. I'm Steve Peasley, and I encourage you to contact me right now. We're live. You can ask any financial questions you want, any investment question, anything financial, we'll talk about it. Okay? We're live every day, Monday through Friday, 4 to 5 Pacific time. And if you've never called, why not call now? Why not? What's wrong with that? 
In fact, you can call and interact with me right this second. And we're live. Again, 4 to 5 Pacific time, Monday through Friday. The number is 888-99-CHART. So let's get right to the first listener line question. Hi, Steve and Justin. I was wanted to get your opinion on the stock Komatsu, symbol K-M-T-U-Y. Um, I'm interested in buying some since the passage of the infrastructure bill, and I just wanted your opinion on it. Thank you. Okay, Komatsu Limited, K-M-T-U-Y. You can always tell a foreign company in uh, on our exchange is a foreign company it ends in Y. It is an ADR, so it's a foreign company trading on our exchanges. Japanese manufacturer of construction, mining, industrial machinery, as well as engineer engines for its machines. Okay, they're going to make a two a dollar seventy three this year per share. Uh, they made a dollar twenty one. No, a dollar two last year, and next year they're going to make two dollars and nine cents. It's a twenty-five dollar stock. Okay, uh, the PE then is what? Twelve is twenty about twelve. The five-year range is nine to thirty-three. Return on equity is very weak at six percent. Don't like that. That's kind of on a slide. You know, pretty pretty small. Uh, sales growth in the recent couple of quarters has been you know thirty-seven percent and twenty-two percent. Before that. Much weak, weaker, hardly any. So, you are betting that this company is going to benefit from the infrastructure bill just passed. Uh, it might, but remember, it's a foreign company trading on our exchange, and that infrastructure bill is, I can see most of that money going to U.S. companies, not foreign companies. So, I don't know how much impact it will have on it. I just don't know. It is inexpensive. It's not expensive. Uh, cash flow is strong. Uh, they've always made been able to make money, so those are all good things. Komatsu, K-M-T-U-Y. My focus point today concerns the story behind this headline. One high-profile investor says there's a misguided land rush in stocks. So he thinks everybody's running into stocks and is misguided. We'll see. Uh, you know, I've heard this before. In 1990, let's see, was it 97 or 90? I think it was 97. The Federal Reserve Chairman in 97 said, this dot-com era is going to be terrible. It's going to crash. You know, he was really a downing on it. And it didn't happen for two or three years later. Did eventually happen. That was the Federal Reserve. This is just a high-profile investor, a big, we'll talk about that. We'll get more details. Okay, the market was up today. Well, no, it was mixed today, not just up. It was mixed. For instance, we had the Dow down 269 points, but the Nasdaq was up 64 points and the S&P down 7. So I'd say generally the market was down today. The broader market was down, but not terribly down. So don't I don't think it's something that you need to worry yourself well. With. And of course, you know, we the KPP Premium Newsletter will be, uh, I finished this morning, and we'll go out to uh, all the subscribers tomorrow. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the program. We'll get to that. 888-99-CHARTER is our number, 888-992-4278. No trivia questions today, because I will talk about the KPP Premium Newsletter. Uh, and I want to hear from you. We're heading into a quick break, but give me a call. Lines are open. 
888-99-CHART. Thanksgiving will be here soon, and you've got festivities planned. But you can't forget about your goal to achieve financial freedom. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein are here, and they welcome your questions now. Invest Talk, 888-99-CHART. How you doing, uh, Steve or Justin? I'm looking at Virgin Galactic Holdings, S-P-C-E. I'm looking to buy at the moment. Tell me what you think. Thank you. Okay, Virgin Galactic Holdings, S-P-C-E, manufactures human space life for private individuals and researchers in the United States. Okay, space flight. You can go right into space in a, in a rocket if you want to. They don't make money. They'll never make money. They're not going to make money this year. They're going to lose $1.51. Next year, they'll lose $1.27. Uh, sales, uh, mo- the most recent quarter was $2.6 million. Before that was 600000 Before that was nothing. Um, I wouldn't invest in this. It's trading at $17.25. have no idea what this company is worth because it doesn't have it doesn't have earnings, and the sales are minuscule. It's a $4.4 billion company, and I don't know. I, I wouldn't do it. I would not do it. Um, mutual funds, there were 225 owners of this company a year ago. Now it's 267, so they're slowly buying it. And management owns 7%, which those are good positive things. But it's $2.56 negative cash flow. Not something I would be interested in. Just not. Okay? And that's uh, Virgin Galactic Holdings. Space travel for people. My focus point today concerns a story behind the headline. One high-profile investor says there's a misguided land rush in stocks. Now, of course, it's been a very good year for stocks so far. Um, John Malone is who we're talking about. Okay, John Malone, Liberty Media Chairman John Malone, said that the market's fixation on growth and soaring equity valuations remind him of the dot-com bubble. Well, I have to disagree with him because he apparently didn't pay attention to the dot-com bubble. The dot-com bubble was made up of companies that made no money. Make nothing. They don't make that. It was the dot com. They had no business. There was no money, no sales, no. It was all about getting eyeballs on your website. So there was no E even envisioned. So the PE, there was no PE ratio. Today, the difference is most of the companies have earnings. Now, there are some, like he's quoting, there are some IPO. The IPO market has been very hot. And here we have like Rivian, the auto company that came out. And, you know, at one point their market cap was bigger than, you know, like one of the three the three uh, major automakers. And they have no, no sales, no earnings. Okay. So it's like, well, wait a minute. How can that be worth that much money? Now that got up to about 170-something when and then the intraday, and then it fell back down pretty heavily. So that's what he's talking about as far as it's very bubblish when you talk about companies 
that don't have any money, don't make any money and have very little sales or no sales, and they're being super high valuations. Of course, the story is good. Riven's going to, you know, makes all electric vehicles. That's it. That story is what everybody's falling in love with because they know that this, the big push to EVs, electric vehicles, is by every governmental body in the United States and around the world. The federal government, state government, city governments, everybody's pushing for electric vehicles. So that's going to replace the internal combustion engine eventually. I think we're a little optimistic on how fast that's going to happen, but that's a whole different story. The, 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 the story behind the drive of Riven is all about electric vehicles. I, I don't know. I just think he's, you know, I think he's being a little pessimistic at this point. Is the value over, market overvalued in general? Yeah, probably. But the federal government is still spending big bucks to keep it that way. Interest rates are still very low. I mean, it's hard to imagine, you know, in this scenario um, that the market's going to slow down, especially this time of year. Now, the big danger, I think, it would be inflation. And I think that's the biggest danger we're facing, whether it would kill the market or not. That's that's something we don't know. Okay, so on Fridays, I usually give you a quick rundown of some of the um, numbers. Two-year Treasury yield is 0.50, half a percent. It was 0.52 last week. So what yield went down. Ten-year Treasury, 1.54%, and it was 1.58. So that went down, too. Two weeks ago, it was one46 So, you know, in market, maybe you're seeing a level off here. Gold was priced at 1847. Last week was 1863, so it went down. Three weeks ago, it was 1782, so it looks like it's leveling out as well. Silver, 2462. Last week, 2526. Oil was selling at $76.11 per barrel. Last week, it was $80.93. Three weeks ago, it was 81. So, the national average for a gallon of gasoline, $3.41, same as it was last week, $3.41. In California, the average is $4.70, $4.70. Last week, it was $4.65. Hmm, we're still going up. Hmm. West Virginia, $3.33. You know how we can lower that price? We can easily do it, not by asking OPEC to pump and pump more, even though that I would, and that's a good idea. But you know, maybe we should be relying on our own oil. Maybe we should pump more. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and for investors, the need to remain vigilant never ceases. So naturally, you will have financial and investment questions. I'm here to answer them. Uh, that's why I remind you now that you can call our 24-hour listener line. Leave your question there. You can call live right now or call then. Leave a question in our voice bank. Justin and I will provide unbiased answers on the podcast. Your participation is welcome and important. 888-99-CHART. The stock market is volatile. It's constantly changing. So how are you positioned? Is your portfolio properly balanced or are you taking unnecessary risks? You can get guidance anytime for free 
if you go to investtalk.com and take the brief risk quiz. The InvestTalk phone lines are open and waiting for your questions. 888-99-CHART. Hey, hey, Steve or Justin, this is Rob from Chicago. I had a quick question about APPS, uh, Digital Turbine Incorporated. Been watching them for a bit, and I saw in the earnings not too long ago in early November. It kind of took a little bit of a dive. It was going up and up and up. Now it's right around the $68, $69 mark, and I'm wondering if, this is a okay opportunity to maybe start a little bit. I'm looking to do a long-term hold. I'm a buy-and-hold investor, so I'd love your thoughts on the stock and seeing if this is a good entry point or keep waiting for it. Thanks. Okay, this is Digital Turbine APPS. Develops mobile software that enables mobile content distribution and transactions. It's growing in the sales in 300% last quarter, 260% the quarter before, 140 before that, so it's been growing and accelerating its growth very fast. It's going to make a dollar sixty-two this year and two dollars and sixteen cents yet. Now next year, it's a sixty-dollar stock. So it's obviously overvalued, but it's justified overvalued with that kind of sales growth. So you're looking for support because it's been trading off. Now, first of all, I want to know why it's been trading off. We got up at ninety-three, and now here it is at sixty. Okay, that's a thirty percent fall. Okay, now I will say this, right around 58 to $60 is strong support. So wait for it to bounce off of that number. You know, if it doesn't bounce and it keeps falling, you just you just got to wait for it to fall. Wait for the bounce. Let it bounce up two, three days before you try to pick it up. But it's right near strong support right now, right near it. The next strong support comes in about $47, $48. Okay, so right now and down there is the two strong support places, okay? So it's a very good company, making a lot of money, sales growing fast. It's just expensive, but it was more expensive beforehand. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. How to hedge against inflation? You know, this is part of our... Our webinar that we had a couple of days ago, and you can go listen to it, you know, it's free, that Justin and I put on. We talked about inflation and how, how, where and how should you invest. Well, some of the sectors, three of the most, uh, the most significant sectors to run during inflationary periods is not just only stocks in general, but commodities, financials. You know, those are pretty strong. Materials, part of the commodity index. So, you know, if you go listen to our webinar, you'll, you will give you some, we give you some more sectors that usually shine during inflationary periods. And we've had underinvestments in our commodity sector for years, decades in certain, certain situations. Decades under investment. So we're going to have to catch up, and it looks like that's what's happening. So, you know, you still got to think about that. Stocks always don't think stocks don't do well in inflationary times. They do. They raise their prices to maintain profit margins. And since everybody expects prices to go up, it's easy for them to raise them. They don't have to worry about losing market share because they're raising prices. They don't have to worry about losing it to their competitors. So stocks in generally usually do well in inflationary times. It's only when inflation gets out of control and we're not there. 
or not even close to there. So don't worry about that too much. Let's squeeze in another question, caller question if we can. 888-99-CHART. Hi, guys. Big fan of the show. I just wanted to get your opinion on Yeti Holdings. The ticker symbol is Y-E-T-I. The stock has been doing well, and they're expanding their product line, and I just wanted to get your opinion on their valuation at this point. Thank you. Okay, Yeti, I'm sure many of you have seen their products. They design, manufacture, and market innovative and outstanding outdoor products. Uh, most, I think one of their most common items is like their uh, their uh, uh, refrigerated boxes, you know, uh, the uh, coolers out there. They're famous for that, Yeti design. They make money, made money for years and years and years, and they've been growing their earnings for years and years and years pretty consistently. They're going to make $2.53 this year. That's the estimate. They made $1.87 last year. They're going to make $2.96 in 2022. So the stock is trading $103. So we're talking about 30 plus 33 PE. The five-year range is 13 to 45. I think it's at the top of the range. I would not be a buyer at this point. The valuations are too high. Mind you, the company is very good. It's growing 20 to 40% sales in the last four quarters or so. That's very good. So that's you know, nothing wrong with the company. But return equity is very high, by the way, at 80%. That's huge. That's very, very, very good. A very little debt. Company's a $9 billion company. It doesn't have a dividend. But uh, if you're asking if it's a good valuation, which was a question, the answer is no. It's just too expensive. For their earnings and sales. Now, that doesn't mean it have a low P. It won't. It will have a high P, but this is a bit too high. It's Friday, and that means I will soon be sharing highlights from our KPP Premium Newsletter. It's coming up. In the meantime, my phone lines are open, 888-99-CHART. Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay, why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture? I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in, patented speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, you'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally. First with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak listen, and think in your new language. Rosetta Stone is an amazing value, so your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this, so don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today.
eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It is official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the Internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, we need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. This is where HackerOne comes in. HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use, and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, security, and IT teams. So, Stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's attack resistance platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E.com. HackerOne.com. Hopefully this is the last time you'll hear this ad. Because with Chime checking account features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at Chime.com goals24. That's Chime.com slash Goals24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. You are listening to Invest Talk. We've seen the markets go up, then down, sideways, and around. It's called volatility. 
And if you're a serious investor, you'll have finance and investment questions for Steve Peasley. He's here now taking your calls live. Invest Talk, 888-99-CHART. Hi, Dave from Cleveland. Yeah, I really appreciate your broadcast. I listen every night. And my question is, I own shares in Johnson & Johnson. And I just see today that it's going to split into two different companies. How's that going to affect my shares? I'll be looking forward to your answer. Thanks. Okay, that's a very good question. When a company uh, splits off part of its business, it means that you're going to have shares of the split-off part and shares of the main company, Johnson Johnson. So the new split-off, spin-off, they call it spin-off, not split, but spin-off, will be uh, a company, whatever it is, they're going to name it, and it will trade at a, you know, a certain price of stock. Everything being equal, Johnson Johnson selling for $162. Let's say the value of the spinoff is $50. Johnson Johnson then would go down to $112. So between the two companies, you're back up to $162. Everything being equal, but that's not how it usually works. But it's you know that's the theory behind it. So you'll end up with two stocks, Johnson Johnson and the stock of the new company. That's what will happen. How many shares it is, it depends on you know, how they calculate the, the spinoff, okay? Now you have to decide, do you want to keep one or both still? That's all you have to decide. But that's how you get You're, you're going to end up with more shares of a second company. That's what it is. But don't think the price stays the same. It won't. Johnson Johnson price will go down to the valuation of the spinoff, whatever that might be. And of course, valuations are up to you and me, right? We buy and sell. We drive the stocks up and down in price. We don't know. Let's go to Gary in Palo Alto. Hi, Gary. Jerry, but that's all right. Uh, how are you doing today? Good. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Good. So Activision got hit a little hard. One, uh, two of their big games are delayed, and then their uh, CEO supposedly knew too much about sexual harassment. So it's gone down a lot, but I figure the money's still going to come in eventually. What are your yeah. thoughts? That's true. Um, whenever you have you know problems because of misbehavior by the executives, that doesn't usually affect the sales or earnings, right? It doesn't. It might affect the stock price, and it might be an opportunity. Now, this stock was selling for over $100. Now it's at 62 and it's still going down. So if you're going to buy it, I wouldn't buy it yet. Wait till it finishes going down. It looked like it found support at 64 $65 and started to go back up over 70 and then fell the last three or four days. I wait for it to bounce again, and then that might be a good buy point, but it's going to make $3.81. Uh, it's growing about 8, 6, 8, 10% or else from the most recent quarter. Mm, 16. Yeah, it's probably a good, that'd probably be a good buy. I mean, the valuations are pretty good at that price. Okay, so I, I think that would be a good price. Okay. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate the call. Okay, the KPP Premium Newsletter was finished today, of course, uh, this morning, uh, and is being proofread, and it'll be distributed tomorrow, Saturday. Okay, but here, here's a preview. In the market conditions sections, I explained that this week we saw a plethora of economic data points released. Nothing was out on Monday, but starting Tuesday, we got an avalanche of stats that need to be analyzed. 
The retail sales report for October was much better than expected. There was a jump of 1.7% from eight-tenths of percent the month before. And if you remove the volatile, expensive autos from the sales report, the metric was still up 1.7%. This was a this was a relief because the previous months had been slowing retail sales, so that was good. Add to the tepid consumer confidence report of last week, and the concern was that spending would continue to weaken, especially given the supply chain issues. That didn't happen. The import price index rose 1.2 percent from a rise of 0.4 percent. That certainly is evidence of inflation, right? 1.2 percent. From 0.4, so we're still dealing with that. Industrial production for October increased 1.6% from 1.3. Okay, um, if that was a 1.3 contraction the month before. This month, the most recent month, it went up 1.6%. That's a huge turnaround. So with the holiday season fast approaching, Thanksgiving is next week, the market should hold up well, considering considering uh, the uh, these new numbers. I mean, these were, there was a lot of numbers, and you've got to look at them, and it's, I know it's boring to listen and look at the numbers and compare month to month and week to week, but this is part of your job if you're going to invest your money. If you're going to be part of buying stocks and selling stocks, you have to do it. In the portfolio management section, I explained that many young investors call into the Invest Talk show here and ask how they should begin investing. And so my suggestion is ETFs or mutual funds. And I gave several of the several examples. For instance, you know the S and P five hundred, SPY is the ETF for that. The the you know that you can you can buy ETFs on, on almost any part of the of the stock market. But for beginners, you should be broadly speaking: SP five hundred, Nasdaq one hundred, the Dow thirty, Russell you know two thousand. These are Major indexes at ETFs, okay? And there's even ETFs of, you know, um, dividend payers, like Vanguard Dividend Appreciation ETF, VIG. I mean, if you're looking for dividend payers, broad. Dividend is not so great. It's really not, but it's still a good, good, they have very low cost. You can see details in the newsletter, of course. Stock Ideas, a company that is one of the world's largest chip makers. It designs and manufactures Microprocessors for global personal computer segment and data centers. One of them. Also, I looked uh, at. I took a look at a stock that is a pure play automation competition competitor. Automation competitor. Their cash dividend payout ratio of forty three percent makes this a pretty compelling stock with a dividend one point two three. The names I, I give you names and. Symbols for them in the newsletter. So there's a lot of valuable information in the KPP Premium Newsletter. It comes out every week. It's easy to subscribe. You just go directly to investtalk.com with two T's, investtalk.com, and sign up there. That's where you do it. You get the full report every Saturday, Saturday morning. Let's pivot back to Investtalk Voice Bank for a question that came in earlier from Atlanta. This is James from Atlanta, and I'm interested in purchasing an ETF in regards to uranium mining. And so I'm looking at ticker symbol URA. I was curious if I could get some feedback from you 
uh, maybe a good time to buy this. Do you know anything about this? I'd like to hear your advice. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Yes, this is an ETF, Global X Uranium. Global X Uranium. Jane Traded Funds seeking performance corresponding to the Selective Global Uranium Total Return Index. Okay, so if you're trying to get an exposure to uranium, this would do it. I think there's another one out there. Let's see if I remember the symbol. Uh, yeah, UU, UU, four U's. Energy Fuels Inc. engaged in the exploration mining of uranium properties in Colorado. So this is actually a mining company. The other one was broader, you know. Uh, so depends on what slice of the pie you want to be in. But yeah, if you want to, if you're interested in getting into the uranium, now many these things have moved up pretty strongly already. So you just got to be careful. Yeah, you know, just got to be careful. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. So what's on your mind? What do you guys want to talk about? Uh, it's, you know, every, you know, every show I take a little bit of time out um, to talk about what we do here at KPP Financial. So we'll, we'll do that. Remember, Thanksgiving is coming up next week. It's going to be a very short week for investors. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and part of the day Friday. But most everybody's gone Friday, so it's usually Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and there many people are partly gone, gone part of the day Wednesday. So it's going to be a very short week, a uh, very interesting week. And you know, historically, it's usually an up week. So we'll see if that plays out next week. Okay, and now KPP Financial, you know, we are in Irvine, California, and that's in Orange County. That's south of L.A., north of San Diego County, right between San Diego County and L.A. County, and that's where we are. We're in Irvine, in the city of Irvine. So um, we operate with a philosophy of independent thinking and shared success. We start the show every day with that, and that tells you that uh, we practice what we call parallel investing, meaning I, I and Justin buy the same things for ourselves we do for you. Same price, same percentage, you know, so we try to put ourselves right with our clients when we invest, buying and selling. So it's something that we've been doing for years and years and years and years, not nothing, nothing is new, it's not new. So if we do well, you do well. You do well, we do well. It's just as simple as that. So uh, we encourage you to take a look at our, uh, our website at kppfinancialinvesttalk.com. We encourage you also to send us your portfolio for us to take a look at it. We're happy to review it for free. You can do it via you can you will do it via phone, Skype, you know, whatever you want. Go to meeting. If you send us a message through investtalk.com, an email, you can attach your portfolio, or you can call our office of Irvine, California. Um. And we'll take a look at it. We'll try to determine how much risk you're willing to, you want to take and how much risk your portfolio is actually taking. So we're trying to kind of make sure it matches up with who you are. And we can help you. We really do want to help you. So really, sincerely, you can give us a call. We'll help you as best as we can. Next up, a question from a listener in Chicago. Hang on. 
Invest Talk Voice Bank never closes. I have a question for you about Amazon. So your questions keep coming. I'm about PE ratios. And that's okay because Steve Peasley and Justin Klein specialize in unbiased guidance. If I'm looking at a dividend company, I'm looking for consistency of earnings and dividends. Your standard daily chart typically goes back one year. Steve and Justin are fearless. So don't forget to call Invest Talk. 888-99-CHART. Hi, Steve or Justin. It's Antonio from Chicago. I was looking to get your guys' opinion on ticker symbol FNF, Fidelity National Financial. Big fan. Thank you guys for everything you do. Take care. Okay, this uh, provides title insurance, escrow services, and specialty insurance primarily in California, Texas, Florida, New York, and Illinois. They made, they're they going to make $7.17 this year. That's their biggest year ever from $5.35 last year. That's the estimate, seven seventeen. Next year they're going to make five sixty six. Going to go down twenty one percent. Sales growth, if you're looking at what has been, has been very very good. But think, it provides title insurance, escrow services, and housing has already peaked. Uh, even though the stock has done very well and is still on an upward trend, uh, I think the future looks less bright. Not that the company looks bad. I'm not saying that. Pays a 3.4% dividend, has a huge cash flow, $5.89, and it's only trailing $52 a share when it makes, when it's going to make $55.66 next year. That's under 10 PE based on next year's earnings, even though it's going down. The problem is, is everybody knows housing has peaked, and where your question is, is how long will housing still be, you know, vibrant? Now, uh, it's a, it, it, mortgage rates are still very low. I'm a little concerned that this has probably had a great run. It has had a great run, and probably most of the run is behind it. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I would not invest in this company. FNF is a symbol, everybody. Okay. Now, what items have risen the most in price year over year? Talking about inflation, right? The thing's been going up and up and up. Everybody's been worried about inflation. I told you what what sectors you might want to consider to help combat that inflation issue. But what prices have gone up the most? Number one, gasoline, 49%. Number two, rental cars, up 39%. Number three, used cars, up 26%. Number four, hotel rooms up 22%. And number five, furniture up 12%. This is year over year. Remember, inflation right now is at 6%, okay, as, as reported in the last, most recent statistics we have on it. So there's where the prices have risen the most in those areas. Cars, rental cars, used vehicles, gasoline, Hotel rooms and furniture. Uh, many other things gone up. I'm not talking, I'm not saying they didn't. I'm just saying what went up the most. And that's them. In case you were interested. And if you're renting a car because you're on taking a trip, you know that the rented cars have been pretty steep, you know, to rent a car. If you can get one. I had tried it once in a couple of months back and, you know, the car wasn't there. There was no car. And they said, well, I'm sorry. I said, wait a minute, I reserved the car. Why come I out? Well, that, yeah. Don't have one. <laughs> they didn't care. Could care less. 
888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. And I was a preferred customer for that company, rent a car company. I was a preferred, been a preferred for years. Don't care. This is Invest Talk, everybody. I'm Steve Peasley, and we have one goal here to help you achieve financial freedom. And our work always will continue, as it always does, and it will continue right after this break. So get your questions in. You can do it now. 888-99-CHART. Each day, Invest Talk listeners submit their finance and investment questions via phone or email. Would you like your question to be put near the top of the list? Just take a minute or two to leave a review and rating for Invest Talk at iTunes. And be sure to include a brief question with your iTunes review comments. Good afternoon. I had a question about investing in penny stocks. I know you guys advise against it, but I am relatively risk tolerant and am just sort of interested in the concept that you can only lose 100%, but you can gain an infinite amount in theory and just thought about rolling the dice. My question is, if you were to give advice as far as checking out penny stocks, pink sheets, OTC, whatever, what sectors should you go for or avoid? And considering tax ramifications and the fact that there is a basically a commission of about $5 on the buy and sale, what other advice might you have when it comes to making this gamble? Thanks a bunch. Bye-bye. My advice is not to do it. Yeah, your risk is 100% of your invested dollars, but how many times are you going to do risk that? 100 times? 100% loss by 100 times you tried? See, it's so rare that they succeed that it's impossible. Usually it's a penny stock for a reason. I mean, not usually, almost every time. Uh, and you, you just, there's no way you're going to make money at it. There's, see, I've been doing this so long. I'm telling you, you're not going to make money at it. Does it ever succeed? Someone will always ask me, well, I saw it. This guy went up from 10 cents a share to $3. Yeah, it could do that. And then it goes right back down to 10 cents a share. Usually after they, the insiders are sold to you because whoever bought it last is the one to get stuck with it. Now, I have no advice for you how, when, how to do it, when to do it. No, you don't do it. That's my advice. That's it. There is no, you know, this is a sector you should be in. No, nothing like that. It's a penny stock. could be anything. And it's usually just a story that's not usually real. Okay? So, that's my advice. Okay, um, there was an article about Italian, the Italian Auto Union is up in arms because they're going to lose 60,000 jobs to the move to electric vehicles. And, of course, they want government support to to ease the move to electric vehicles because it's going to happen. But they're complaining about all the jobs are going to be lost. One of the reasons is because they have, it's a small, a small company industry in Italy. In other words, these are all small companies that either are car companies or support the car companies. And these small companies can't switch over to electric vehicles. They don't have the money. You know, and electric vehicles have much different parts and much, much fewer parts, and, you know, especially in the engine. So, so they're gonna, they're, the complaint is they're going to lose 60,000 jobs. I, I think they should just bite the bullet. That's the, yeah, you are. Uh-huh. So is everybody else in the world, every other manufacturing 
company in the world. They're going to lose jobs because of this. That's just it. You know, every time there's a big uh, change in industries, a, a sea change, this is what happens. It's called Creative Destruction. There's a book out there, you need to read it, called Creative Destruction, and this is what it's all about. Do you think that people who are making wagon wheels or, well, no, people making buggy whips or people breeding horses before the advent of the automobile, you think that they didn't lose their jobs? You see, it's just, it, that's just how it works. And if you try to save the old jobs, which many socialist kind of countries do, communist countries do it, you try to save those old jobs, you just fall further and further behind the rest of the world. Because those jobs are gone. They're gone, gone, gone. They're gone. You have to now retrain your workforce to do something else. Simple as that. It's been going on since the beginning of Industrial Revolution. And it will continue. Think about, I mean, I, I, when I first started working, the, the when I went into the office in New York City, there was a sea of desks with typewriters on them. All these people typing on the typewriter. When did we last saw anybody? No, it's always at a computer, and there's never a sea of stenograph people. Doesn't exist. Great destruction. Just got to go with it. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investop program. Justin Klein and I thank you for listening, and we encourage you to tell your friends and family members about our free podcast downloads. You can get it free. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And we would like to rate, have you rate us if you download, if you use iTunes. Appreciate that. Independent thinking, share success. This is Best Talk. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, Call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listening line at 888-99-CHART.